Yo, 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 episode number 98 of the It's Just a Game podcast. I'm your host, Chris Peel. So, I wasn't even planning on doing an episode today because, you know, we know football is kind of like, eh, is it really worth it? Is it not? Eh, and most of the time, it's not really worth it. But this Simone Biles news came out yesterday, so I had to talk about it. And I have a really, really unpopular opinion about it. Everyone has been up in arms in support of her, but... I kind of go the other way. You'll see what I mean on the other side. And I talk a little Giannis Antetokounmpo, however you say his name. He's an NBA champion now, so we really have to learn how to say this guy's name. And speaking of the Olympics from the beginning, we have to talk a little USA men's basketball Olympics as well. So we're going to get into all that on the other side. Thank you for tuning in. See you guys in 17 seconds. Calm down, Kaiba. It's just a game. Uh. The phrase, it's just a game, is such a weak mindset. The phrase, it's just a game, is such a weak mindset. If anyone ever uses the excuse, it's just a game. Quagmire, it's just a game. Take it easy. But it's just a game. That's right. It's just a game. It's just a game, bro. It's just a what? It's just a game, you know? So the women's Olympic team, the three-on-three team, they won the gold medal today. I guess it's a good thing that they weren't overstressing, pulled out the Olympics, citing mental health issues. All right. So I don't want to sound too harsh, right? But I've been thinking about this all day since this happened. You guys obviously know what I'm talking about. We're talking about Simone Biles. So Simone Biles yesterday decided that during the finals that she was withdrawing from the Olympics, which, you know, the gymnastics thing or whatever you call it. So I remember I was at the laundromat and I, I saw breaking news and it said she had to leave. And they said she was walking with her trainer. I thought she got hurt. And at the time, I'm feeling bad. I'm like, oh, my God, she got hurt. Wow, that's terrible. Because no one wants to see anyone get hurt. No matter if you watch a sport regularly or if you don't watch a sport at all, you still don't want to get somebody hurt, especially when it's a, a black girl like Simone Biles. You want to see her succeed, especially when it's somebody from your country. So when it came out that she had a quote that said it was all a part of her mental health. She just wasn't really there mentally. And it had me thinking, so pretty much you just quit on the team. Now, I put this comment on Instagram yesterday on uh, a page about women's sports or whatever. And, you know, a lot of people were killing me in the comments replying, oh, excuse me, did you play the Olympic sport? Uh, uh, Her mental health is more important than a gold medal. Okay, I get that. My point was saying we have to keep that same energy when it comes to their male counterparts. And when I say their male counterparts, I don't mean the males that's playing the Olympics or the males that's doing gymnastics or track or any of that stuff. I'm talking about, you know, your Tom Brady's, your Aaron Rodgers, your your Kobe Bryant's, your LeBron James, your even going back to the guys like Michael Jordan and things like that. Could you imagine... If LeBron James in the middle of the finals or in the middle of the playoffs or in the middle of the season just decided that, you know what, I have to take a break. This is just too much. It's been a tough year. Let's get to Simone Bob's quotes real quick. 
let me let me try to find these. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just she said, and I quote, it just felt like it would be a little bit better to take a back seat to work on my mindfulness. I knew that the girls would do an absolutely great job, and I didn't want to risk the team a medal because they've worked way too hard for that. I was still struggling with some things. No injury. That's why I took a step back because I didn't want to do something silly out there and get injured. I don't know. Sounds like a cop out to me. Maybe I'm tripping. I don't know. It just, you know, she's talking about mental health. And she's saying therapy has helped a lot as well as medicine. That's all been going really well. Whenever you get into high stress situations, you kind of freak out and don't really know how to handle all of these emotions, especially at the Olympic Games. I have to put my pride aside. I have to do what's right for me and focus on my mental health and not jeopardize my health and well-being. That's why I decided to take a step back. All quotes from Simone Biles. Another quote. It's been really stressful this Olympic Games. I think just as a whole, not having an audience, there are a lot of different variables going into it. It's been a long week. It's been a long Olympic process. It's been a long year. Now again... Could you imagine the scrutiny that uh, LeBron James or Kevin Durant will be under if he decided that, you know what, when the audience were in the bubble, I'm just, I don't want to do this. It's too stressful. I don't know how to deal with this. I'm not trying to say that mental health is not important, but I feel like in this generation, we are, I don't want to say putting too much of an emphasis on mental health, but I feel like. We are using that as a get-out-of-jail-free card for every single person that says it. It's kind of like the diarrhea of, of the sporting game. If you call your job right now, right, and you say, oh, I can't come to work today, I had diarrhea, click, that's it. No one's going to question that. No one's going to question diarrhea. You don't want to ask any questions about that. You don't want to know. Just like at the beginning of COVID, in March and April and May and last year, if somebody just said, oh, I'm showing symptoms, I have a fever, I had diarrhea, I, I can't taste, I can't smell, people are going, okay, just stay home. No questions asked at all. I just feel like now, so back in the day, there was no one cared about mental health. And no one went to therapy, especially in the black community. Black, It was not cool to go to therapy back in the day. It was not cool to talk about your mental health. It was not cool to talk about any of those issues. I feel like we went from not talking about it enough to now talking about it too much, if that makes any sense. Again, I'm not trying to pile on to Simone Biles. She's a young 24-year-old woman who is one of the best at what she does. I could not even dream about doing what she does. But that still allows me to have an opinion. And as a sports fan that's been watching this, I just want people to keep that same energy for the male athletes. I mean, I vividly remember in 2010, Jay Cutler being injured and everyone said that he quit on the team because he was on the sideline looking very distraught. And he looked like, actually, he didn't even look distraught. That was the problem. He looked like he didn't care. And everyone thought that Jay Cutler didn't care. Now, if Jay Cutler would have came out after that game and said, oh, I had to take myself out for my mental health because the pressure was too much. No, no one would have cared. No one would have tried to hear that. People would have said, no, you're a sucker and you quit on your team. So why don't we keep that same energy for these female athletes? So is that the reason why the female athletes or the WNBA 
doesn't sell as well as the NBA? Do we just not hold them to as high of a standard? Maybe that's the problem. This is why I don't watch college sports. This is why I don't really get involved in college sports. This is why I don't really have a college team. I don't want to put that pressure on a guy that's 19 years old. Sure, I could put that pressure on Donovan McNabb and Terrell Owens. You're getting paid to do this. This is literally your job. We can get mad at Ben Simmons for not shooting because you are getting paid very handsomely to perform this job and get us to the promised land. I'm not going to put that pressure on some kid that's 19 that's just there because he he gets a free ride. He's not getting paid for this sport at all. I'm not going to do it. Is it the same premise with the women athletes? Do we just coddle them and just decide, you know what? It's it's okay, baby. You, You don't have to go back out there if you don't want to. I mean, growing up, you tell your kids not to quit. Like, push through. Everyone is stressed out in this world. Everyone that had a long year. I promise you, Simone Biles, you're not the only one that had a tough year. COVID has been hard for everybody. Everyone. I don't care who you are. You could be the richest person in the world. You can be the brokest person in the world. It affected your life in some way. It had to. Whether it was financially, whether it was physically, whether it was emotionally, whether it was whatever. So you're telling me that guy that has to work two jobs because his wife was out of work or that guy that has to work hard because now he has no way to feed his family because his hours got cut. You think he can just say, you know what, I'm done. I can't can't do this. I have to take myself out for my mental health. Oh, my mental health is more important than the light bill. No. Is the light bill equivalent to a gold medal? Probably not. But when you're an athlete, I mean, it's kind of what you're supposed. That's kind of what you're there for. Now, anyone saying I stand with Simone Biles, like I, I can't disagree with you. I really can't. But I was told a long time ago, if you have something that you're passionate about, you stick by it. Again, I'm not trying to say there's anything wrong with what she did. But I'm just saying, how can we as a society say this is okay for her, but if someone else to quit on their team, a male athlete, we would be calling them the worst person in the world. We'd be calling them all the names in the book. How was this courageous? How was it brave to quit? That's what I'm missing. How was it courageous at all? When Kyrie Irving was going through his issues that I think the last year in Boston, he was missing a lot of games. People say he quit on the Celtics. When Scottie Pippen didn't go back in the game because Tony Kukoc got the last shot in 1994, I believe. He was claimed to be being selfish. That's what he was labeled as. Now, maybe he should have just said, you know, he has to take himself out the game before, before his mental health. My mental health is more important than the NBA basketball game. How about that? That's all I'm saying. Again, I'm not trying to trash on Simone Biles. She's a beautiful young lady. She's the best. No, I don't know a thing about the Olympics. I don't know a thing about gymnastics. I can barely do a cartwheel. 
but I'm still allowed to have an opinion about sports because I've been a sports fan for pretty much my whole life. That's all I'm saying. I wanted to just make my point. Now, if you want to talk about this, we can talk about it. But all I'm saying is I don't agree with it. I don't agree with the decision. I really don't. I'm sorry. And I probably never will. Now, if there's some variables behind the scenes that I don't know about, and that's why I've been looking into the story, trying to find things. I've heard some people say she was getting judged too harshly because she's too good. I heard, I saw some people saying, oh, she looked like she had the weight of the world on her shoulders. Again, so does a lot of these athletes. You're telling me Giannis Antetokounmpo wasn't getting judged too harshly because of being a two-time MVP and being a, a defensive player of the year? I mean, if he lost any game, if he missed a free throw, if he airballed a free throw, people were killing him. Maybe the stress got to him too. But what did he do? He pulled through. So, speaking of the Olympics, um, the USA team, not the dream team anymore. This is not your father's dream team. They lost a couple of exhibition games, then they lost to France, and it's funny because they are just not on the same page at all. And I'm not even going to sit here and lie to you. I, I haven't watched the full games. I've seen clicks here and there, but just seeing the score. And this is why I don't partake in those those hypothetical, oh, who would win a three and three between this team and this team? Oh, you get Michael Jordan and Shaq and, and Iverson against LeBron and and, and Kobe and, and uh, Dr. J. Who will win? I don't know. You really don't know. Like, and that's why when, when people say, oh, Chris Paul would have went to the Lakers. Oh, they would easily win a championship. No, you don't know that. Like, like, just because you get a couple of good plays, you can get the best talent in the world together. It's not going to help you. It's not just going to guarantee a championship. It's not going to guarantee any wins. You got Kevin Durant and Damian Lillard on the same team. You would think this is the easiest. You think you'd be able to walk through this. It's not that simple. And the teams that they've lost to, I don't think they've had any superstars. I mean, these guys are probably stars in their country, sure. But they're not better. Like, nobody on those teams... Besides probably Luka. We haven't even played Slovenia yet. Nobody on those teams that we've lost to has been better than our best player, Kevin Durant. Or even Damian Lillard. So, the reason I don't like when people say, oh, if this would have joined this team and you would have had this player with this player and this player, uh, it just would have been an easy championship. It It does not guarantee anything at all. At all. But there's no chemistry with this team. I mean, Chris Middleton and Devin Booker and uh, Drew Holiday, they pretty much just got there. They've been there probably 11 seconds. (laughs) I mean, they hopped off the plane and then played. I think they played the game that day when they got there. And then Kevin Durant said the chemistry is good. How can the chemistry be good when the other when three players, three key players, literally just arrived? I mean, those other countries they spend time playing together. It's all about the chemistry. That's what people don't think about when they see all these players. This is not NBA 2K. 
it's not a pickup game. This is real basketball. Those guys have been playing with each other for years. Our guys have been playing against each other for years. That's the difference. And this is not back in the day with Jordan and Magic Johnson and Larry Bird and Patrick Ewing where you can just show up, throw the ball in the middle of the court and just play. And you just blow them out. Now, if you watched that dream team back in the day, I really want to know. Let me know, please. Was it fun to watch those teams? Because to me, watching blowouts really isn't fun. I don't care how exciting the one team is. It's just not fun to watch at all. It's not really fun to watch a team win 124 to 66, which ironically, I think that's the score of the last USA game. 120 to 66, yes. I just want to know if it was any fun to watch. If you liked it, cool. That's cool. But I just want to know. I'm just saying, I was only three years old at the time, so I don't remember that team. I don't. I'm a sports fanatic, but I don't remember that far back. That's a little out of my wheelhouse. Just a little bit. So speaking of the NBA, let's move on to Giannis. So Giannis won his first championship, and I'm not going to lie. I was really, really happy for Giannis Antetokounmpo. At first, I was happy for Chris Paul getting to the finals. We all were. I thought, you know what? No one else deserves this as much as Chris Paul. This guy has been in the league putting in work. Now, a lot of people don't like the way he goes about his leadership. I think he's, like Charles Barkley says, he's the best leader in the league, probably. And you can't deny how much of an impact this guy makes because, you know, everywhere he's went, he's won. He's with the Hornets. He got to the conference finals back in, I think, 07, or the conference semifinals. I think he was, like, two game, two wins away from the conference finals. He could have beat the Spurs. Then he went to the Clippers, made them a winner all of a sudden. And the Clippers, we know, they weren't good at all. At all. Then he goes to the Rockets. I mean, they were already good, but he got them one win away from the NBA Finals against the Warriors. The Warriors were just too good. And I just want to say this. Everyone always says about that series, oh, if Chris Paul didn't get hurt, they would have won. Stop it. Just, just stop it. They were not beating the Warriors. You can go up 3-1 in the Warriors. I don't care what you do. You weren't beating that team. I don't, I don't care who was playing for the Rockets. Then he goes to the Thunder, and you know what? You're thinking, okay, this is the rebuilding team. Most people didn't even think that he would play a second for that team. Most people thought he would just get there, and then, you know, they were just trying to work out a trade to get him out of there, which they probably tried to, but maybe they just couldn't work out a deal. They got to the playoffs, and they came really close to beating the Rockets in the bubble. Last year, we thought, like, wow, this Chris Paul guy, I don't know what it is about him, but he really is just everywhere he goes, they win. Then he goes to the Suns. I think people thought that they would be better. I don't think people thought that he would get into the NBA Finals. And I'm not going to lie. I kind of felt bad because in the round one, I thought, okay, they finally had a good year. And then they draw the Lakers of all teams. And they ended up beating the Lakers. Which probably because Anthony Davis got hurt and probably because LeBron James was hurt the whole year. and He couldn't really, couldn't quite get right. Which now that I think about it, even if Anthony Davis doesn't get hurt, the Suns probably still win because, again, LeBron James was just never right. And if LeBron James isn't right, you're not winning anything. You're just not. 
So we're going to see. We'll go from here. But I'm getting off track here. I was happy for Chris Paul. But kind of a couple games in, I was just, just watching all Giannis' interviews and just seeing where he's come from. And, I mean, you obviously knew all of this, seeing how good of a player he is. Just the fact that he got hurt against the Hawks and was able to come back, I think. Uh, he missed the last two games. Then he came back for game one against the – oh, and the, and the finals. Yeah, he came back, which nobody thought was possible. There's no way we – like, the way he got injured, we all thought, like, yeah – this is it, another one. And the way we were seeing people drop like flies in the playoffs during the regular season, we just thought, here we go again with the injuries. But Giannis was the only one to be able to come back and still play well. And the numbers that he was putting up in the finals was ridiculous. Even the two games that they lost to start the series, he was still doing his thing. And this is what kills me about Ben Simmons is, Giannis isn't a great shooter by any means. I mean, every once in a while, he'll throw up a three. He'll throw up a jump shot. But his forte is getting to the rim. That's what he's supposed to be doing. That's what he was doing. Get to the rim. Get on the block. Stop taking jump shots. There's no reason you should be that big and that dominant and be taking jump shots. I mean, they cannot stop this guy. Even the last game, like game six when he dropped 50... They could not do anything with him. Anything he wanted to do, he could do it. You couldn't even send him to the free throw line because he was making his free throws. And that's another thing that kills me about Ben Simmons is if Giannis can go 16 for 18 in the NBA Finals, there's no reason that Ben Simmons can't at least be a 70% free throw shooter. At least. There's just no way. Now, I'm not going to get on Ben Simmons today. I mean, we're still waiting for him to get traded. We're going to see what's going to happen about that. But I'm not going to spend 20 minutes talking about Ben Simmons. But I'm really happy for Giannis. And the fact that Giannis is only about, I think he's 26 years old. And the fact that people were making it seem like he was just a failure because he didn't win the championship is insane. I mean, Michael Jordan didn't win the title till his eighth year, I believe. LeBron James didn't win the title until his eighth, ninth, might have been eighth or ninth year. I mean, Magic Johnson was like one of the only guys that come out the gate and win a title in his first year. I mean, you have to go through some things before you actually win the title. Like, nobody just gets to the finals and wins right away. That's the Phoenix Suns. Like, it's the first time going to the playoffs. Most teams don't make the playoffs for the first time in a long time and immediately get to the finals. There's usually a pecking order. There's usually uh, there's steps to be made. There's a process to this. You make the playoffs. You might get to the first round. Maybe you make it past the first round, but you're not really getting past the second round. So the fact that they were able to make it all the way to the finals, that's a success in itself. Devin Booker will be back. I mean, Chris Paul doesn't have much time left, but maybe they can take what they learned from Chris Paul and use that going forward. It's going to be an interesting year next year, though, because next year everyone is going to be fully healthy. I, I am not part of the crowd that thinks that this title is diminished because of all the injuries. We said all year, or we said pretty much throughout the playoffs, the team that wins the championship is going to be the last man standing, the last team standing that has no lingering injuries. So you can't get mad at the Milwaukee Bucks for not getting injured. You can't get mad at the Milwaukee Bucks because their best player got injured. He was able to will himself back onto the court. I mean, Kyrie Irving, he's always injured. I mean, Kevin Durant was coming off a, a big injury. 
I mean, he was fine throughout the playoffs. James Harden, he was hurt throughout the season, too. I mean, Trey Young got injured. That was a freak injury, but, I mean, come on. With the Hawks, it really wasn't winning that series anyway. Even with Trey Young. You could have three Trey Youngs in that team. They weren't winning that series. The Lakers. Anthony Davis and LeBron James was injured pretty much all year. And that's what killed me about the Nets, too, is the Nets were injured pretty... I think they played eight games together, all three of them. So for everyone to act like all of a sudden when the playoffs started, they were just going to magically become healthy again. <laughs> nah, that's not how it works at all. <laughs> it's just, that's just not how it works. If you're injured throughout the year, something is going to happen again. You got to use this time to rest up and come back next year. So, well, that's all I got for today. I really wanted to touch on that Simone Biles situation. Hope nobody gets super offended, but that's just how I feel. So, um, thank you for listening to this episode. I appreciate the support. Uh, All right, I'm head out. See you guys when I see you.